Hi, I'm Keenan Williams, and this is The Social Impact on kwmedia.life. Thanks very much for joining us for our live stream as we look at societal norms and challenge them. This is a safe place where you can share your thoughts and opinions or listen to others sharing theirs. You can visit our website, kwmedia.life, to listen to other podcasts and stay updated and follow us on all forms of social media at KWM Socials. This is The Social Impact on kwmedia.life. So at the start of this year, many people set New Year's resolutions for themselves. And for many, it was uh, looking at this year positively. And we heard phrases such as 2020 vision and this is my year. Now they set the bar quite high and I know that I did so myself. Um, 2020 vision, a term used to want to change the outlook we have on life and the situations we find ourselves in. And rightly so, this is that year where we have been challenged to look at life and the way we do things differently with with the spread of the coronavirus. It has challenged us to do a new normal, to implement certain things in order to survive, to work, to learn, to to worship differently as well. Now, for many of us, we had to shift our thinking into the online and digital space. I know that for me, much of the work that I do to put bread on the table for my family outside of radio and broadcast was to interact with people. But with the stringent lockdown regulations put in place, I can't do that at the moment. I can't go into the school space. I can't go into the restaurant space because it's not allowed, which makes life very difficult for me and for my family. I then needed to think differently and begin doing what I love in the digital space. Though we are still struggling to get sponsorship and financial funders to come on board, we do this to uplift, educate and inspire you and many other people who are streaming us on a daily basis. We We have also seen that many other companies who were able to do so uh, make suggestions for their workforce to work from home digitally. And we have also seen uh, schools and universities follow in the same direction. But when it comes to this, I'd love to hear from you. I'd like to hear from you tonight. Uh, How has working from home shifted your thinking and your understanding of how we are doing things as society? How are you perhaps finding working from home, studying from home, or doing school in the digital arena, you can send me your uh, WhatsApp text or voice messages on plus two seven seven six four seven six nine two seven seven. That's plus two seven seven six four seven six nine two seven seven. Now, with this newly found 2020 vision and with us working more in the online and digital space, uh, what does it actually mean for our vision and our sight? And how do we better care for our eyes as we are behind our screens more at this time? Joining me now on the line is optometrist Dr. Dirk Boyson. Uh, Doc, thanks thanks so much for joining me on The Social Impact. Hi, Keenan. Now, Doc, if we quickly focus on children, how do we ensure our children's eyes are protected as they spend more time in front of their screens for online learning at this time? Well, first of all, I think it's quite important um, to have your kids' eyes examined at an early age to find out exactly what's going on. Look at things like how well the focusing system works, are the eyes working together, it's called binocular vision. And if there's obviously any trouble... You have to take care of that. Now, at this time with lockdown, it's probably not uh, you know, practical to go for an eye exam. So there's some very simple rules that you can follow. One of them is called the 
20 rule, which means for every 20 minutes that you work online or in front of a computer or on a tablet, you have to take a 20-second break looking at a target or an object that's 20 feet away, or in other words, in our country, we're talking about 6 meters away. And if you stick to that, it'll ensure that the eyes are um, quite well rested and not over-focused or, um, you know, starting to fatigue. Your visual system uses about a third of the, the energy your body uses a day. You know, I'm not talking about somebody doing physical labor, but, net, you know, somebody doing an office job. So when your eyes fatigue, you, your body will also feel quite tired. And if your body is quite tired, you didn't sleep well, your visual system doesn't work that well. So one of the basic things you can do is obviously limit the time in front of the screen and then follow the 20-20-20 rule, which will prevent a lot of issues. Um, and then again, as I said before, let's find out exactly what's going on. And if there's a small problem with the visual system, fix it and correct it. You know, often it's just a simple thing of some therapy or you know, some good advice from a practitioner that, that can alleviate a lot of issues. Now, Doc, if we look at, um, say, the risks of our eyes and the risks to the eyes that we are spending long periods of time in front of the screens, what are the what are the dangers of spending a long time in front of, um, say, my cell phone screen, my laptop screen, just working in the digital space? Uh, what is bad about it? Well, once again, there's short-term and long-term risks, and short-term would typically deal with things like eye strain, or we call it asthenopia, which is a conglomerate of symptoms which include headache, sore eyes, burning eyes, anything that could be related to eye strain. You also tend to find there's a lot of dry eye because people don't blink when they look at a computer screen. They tend to not blink, so the eyes dry out, and then they start having all kinds of problems um, with the eyes burning, which leads to rubbing the eyes, and that's another whole ball game again, which which causes a lot of other trouble. In terms of long-term changes, um, if there's any myopia in the family, for instance, if one of the parents is short-sighted or both of them are short-sighted, that increases the risk of becoming short-sighted. And screen time or close work is definitely related to that, not directly but indirectly. So. We talk about school myopia, and these kids tend to develop short-sightedness from about the age of six when they start going to school, and this carries on until they're 14. If not checked, you can actually pick up some very large refractive errors which are um, detrimental to the eye health and long-term. So once again, you have to limit your, your time and have a balanced lifestyle. You know, Do a little bit of sport, go outside, throw a ball against the wall or play with a dog. But don't sit and stare at the screen for hours at a time. It's not healthy, and it's and it causes other problems as well with posture, etc., uh, etc. Et so you need to have a balanced lifestyle. Limit the amount of screen time, and just follow the basic rule, as I said before, the 20-20-20 rule, and that that should alleviate a lot of issues. And it's so apt you're talking about that because before I got you on, we were talking about the 2020 vision that many people have set aside for themselves for this year. And it's a way that we're looking at things differently. And with this also comes the online and digital space. A reminder, if you have just uh, joined us for our live stream of The Social Impact, if you'd like to join in on the conversation, you can send us your WhatsApp text or voice messages on plus two seven. 
764769277. We're currently in conversation with Dr. Dirk Boyson, who is an optometrist, and we're talking about caring for your eyes round about this time, especially as we're spending more time in the digital arena and online spaces and in front of various screens. And how do we take care of our eyes and of our sight? Marco, you send us a message saying, I am finding online and digital learning somewhat of a mind shift, but have gotten the hang of it. Though I miss the classroom setup and interaction physically with other people, I can now learn at my own pace. And that's from Marco, who's a second year engineering student. Uh, thanks a lot, to Marco, for sending through that uh the WhatsApp message. Now, talking about students and youth, Dr. Boyson, I have noticed that many youth are on their cell phones till the early hours of the morning. Now, I know that we're living in unprecedented times and that social interaction, that social interaction they would have had with their friends physically has turned into the digital interaction they have with their friends, with their peers, with their loved ones. To you, what's the best way to, to better balance our screen time with time outside, if we are able to spend time outside, or time that we are reading a book, or may we just say uh, time away from the screens? It certainly is not a healthy thing to do. First of all, you don't really know what they're up to when they're on these phones at night. You know, they, you know, In terms of the internet, anything is available at any stage. So you should really think about you know, limiting the children's exposure to some of the stuff that's on there. Obviously, there are apps available that do, but kids are quite clever, and they work around these things. So in most cases, I would suggest that parents maybe have a rule in their house to say, okay, after this time, all cell phones get put away until the morning. Um, and that should prevent this. I have a friend who's actually got, got some kind of a jamming system which jams the cell phone signal in the house. So the kids don't mess around on the phones, you know, after 10 or 8 o'clock at night, whichever time he feels like it. Um, there's quite a few apps that you can download that control screen time. Some of the phones nowadays shows you what screen times are, you know, people are doing. And maybe it's time to have a look at the kids' phones and see how much time they actually do spend on these things. Their social interaction is very big online, but when they start talking to each other, they're quite awkward. Um, and, you know, maybe in, in a healthy environment, people tend to interact a little bit better if they don't have a cell phone around them. I find with my family, when we take our annual vacation in the Kalahari Desert and there's no cell phone signal, it takes two days for people to start talking to each other and then uh, the cell phones are never missed. But it's not healthy um, psychologically or physically to be on this thing at all hours of the night. So I think people need to tend or take um, you know, a little bit more action in mm. terms of limiting the use of these, these phones or, or social media or even computers at that time of the night. And rightly so, Doctor, because if you look at the online and digital space, it's a scary world we are living in. There's sexual predators, there's people who are out there to uh, bully our young people, not just our young people, but everybody. There's uh, people who would like to troll 
Um, and that's what we also experiencing in the online space and the online arena. It's a very, very scary place that we are finding ourselves in. And you're talking about uh, the settings that we are able to change on our um, smartphones, where we are able to say, okay, I'd like to mute this app at a certain time and I'd like to do this. Uh, you know, I'd like to um, take some time off from social media or take some digital time away, just deal with my digital well-being. I know that there's also settings on our cell phones and on my laptop. I have the setting as well and on my tablet. We had a certain time, maybe at sunset, um, it goes to night mode. Should we be changing our screen brightness in the night compared to the screen brightness we have during the day? There's a lot of talk about blue light being... Um harmful to your eyes which is not really the truth it's a lot of hype but what we do know is that blue light um, affects the circadian rhythm so if you do a lot of screen work or computer work or cell phone or tablet work late at night these devices emit quite a bit of blue light and that tends to keep you awake so one of the simplest things to do is have a rule that you don't um, use your phone or whatever just before you go to bed well, alternatively, you can, and most of these phones have a, a nighttime screen, which will be a yellow filter that they put over the screen, which limits the amount of blue light, and that should, have, you know, should alleviate some of the problems of the blue light. You can also buy a pair of glasses that you filter in. I don't like prescribing them personally. Um, they're not nice-looking lenses; they're quite yellow. I find the, you know, they're fairly limited in the application. Because, I mean, the only time they really work is if you spend a lot of time on the computer late at night. Uh, some people prescribe them for kids, uh, which is not um, a good thing to do because they also affect the secretion of dopamine in the brain. And the dopamine is involved in, in preventing uh, elongation of the eyeball because it prevents the progression of myopia. So there's a lot of talk around that, that you shouldn't really prescribe blue-blocking lenses for kids. So I don't do that. Um, you know, we've got a lot of myopia problems, and, and we need to address those issues with young people, so I don't like prescribing them. But, um, you know, I'd suggest that you make use of the filters that are on the screens. are also wonderful apps that you can use, and you don't really need to spend a lot of money. You just have to be a little bit more clever or and use the phone before you go to bed. That's uh, optometrist Dr. Dirk Boyson. Uh, Dr. Boyson, thanks so much for joining us today on The Social Impact. He's back again next week, Thursday, as we talk about eye care. And I know that the conversation we'd like to have next week is around eye care, contact lenses, and the spread of the coronavirus. So I hope you're going to stream us for that one as well. Thanks very much for streaming tonight and for the questions and messages that have come through. Do appreciate it. We're out of time once again, but we're back again tomorrow with our African story. Is very excited for that one. If you'd like to uh, check out our other podcasts, you can visit our website, kwmedia.life. Alternatively, you can follow us on all forms of social media at KWM Socials. So, from myself, Keenan Williams, keep rocking, SA. Bye bye.